This is the Gary V Audio Experience. I don't think people understand when something comes along that changes the world. The internet changed everything. You're back with the questions, and I'm back with the answers. Hey everybody and welcome to the Ask Gary V Show, episode 333, as we are now here in 2022. My man Seth is gonna ask the questions. This is an NFT edition. First, I just wanna say thank you to everybody uh, for all the interactions, the DMs, the comments, the incredible amount of chatter in the VFriends Discord on Twitter these days, Instagram DMs, TikTok, and everything else, the community, the 212-931-5731 text platform. It just feels incredibly special to be at the halfway point of my life and be in this place. And obviously the NFT thing, so many questions. And I thought, you know what? It's time to bring back the Ask Gary V show anyway. Said the last time we did it was February 2020. So two years. So we're looking to get this back regularly. So let's get into the show. Chris Linum asks, would you treat minting a project the same way as you would with content creation? Just do it, even if it isn't fancy, with hostage lighting if that's what it takes? Or would you be more methodical? That's a great question. You know, friends famously get on because my art doodling skills are not what people consider phenomenal. I argue that Andy Warhol and Jackson Pollock were considered too, and that the storytelling and the narrative, art, is in the eye of the beholder. You know, the standards of the projects that are coming out right now are incredibly beautiful, both from one of one artists and incredible graphic designers in the Web3 realm on the generative and non-generative projects. There's these different projects that are not just like a beautiful image of an animal with like just rad. They're just unique, they're a little bit different. You can win on stick figures. You can win on dots. Damien Hurst is dots. I think what matters is you can't think of NFT projects the way of, of social media because an NFT project is the thing. I think of VFriends like I think of Gary V, not the way I think of a single post on TikTok. This is your whole reputation on the line. Like what are you gonna abandon it when it didn't do well? So for all the people that paid 500 bucks for an NFT and now it's zero, you're just gonna go on to the next thing? That's very different than putting out a piece of content that might have not done well. That didn't cost anything to anybody on the other side. I'm in a really tough spot now. People are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars on the secondary market, I feel pressure. I'm gonna spend the next 45 years of my career trying to make sure there's demand on these original tokens. So yes, you should just do it, but you should do it because you want to do it for the next decade. Make it your Sesame Street, make it your Pokemon, make it your Hello Kitty, make it your Cabbage Patch Kid, make it your Raggedy Ann. Those are all super iconic things. Like, make an NFT project your life's work and watch it pay you back tenfold. (coughs) Excuse me. So, yes and no. (coughs) Sorry guys. Go ahead, keep that in, no editing. Jason Landry asks, so the question is, how does one invest in the NFT space without buying images that you've said will eventually go to zero? Well look, I'm incredibly concerned that 98% of projects are going to zero, so how do you do that? You don't know. I don't know. I've bought many collectibles that haven't done it well and I've got a good track record of doing well. My good track record is I wait for 30 or 60 days to watch something or sometimes two, three years. I watch sports cards for a year before I decided to say I think it's about to explode. So I think that you have to watch things. I think too many people try to mint at the lowest cost, but then you're completely gambling. 
Whereas if you watch something for a month or two and you go into the Discord, you go into the Twitter, you follow the founders religiously and see what she or he is up to, are they, like can you get a sense, intuition, that they're about this life, that this is what they're gonna do, then you can kind of go all in. It's a guessing game on Mint. How to buy one? I think watching the market and jumping in and paying double or triple the Mint, AKA to put it in US dollars instead of Ethereum, paying 900 bucks instead of 300 bucks, but you've seen the steam, you see the passion in the community, you see they're not there to just flip, they wanna hold, they wanna be part of the narrative of developing this lizard or this unicorn or the wizards or the game or the small brains, like if they're there for it, you see what we call diamond hands, there's people there to hold, not to just flip, because then you're just stuck. If everyone's there to flip, well then it can collapse like Beanie Babies. But if it's iconic like stuffed stuffed animals, stife bears for hundreds of years, so you gotta look for, people buy a stife to put on their shelf and look at for 50 years. People bought Beanie Babies because they thought they'd buy for five and sell for 15. Right now that's what's happening in NFT land, which is why so many are gonna collapse. The only way to avoid that is to watch the people that are in it for life. I'm in it for life, and I think others are too, and that's why I'm looking for it. Star Striker asks, what do you think is the biggest weakness in the NFT space right now, and in the near future? Striker, I think the biggest weakness is, is greed. I mean, we used to talk about provenance in this space. We used to talk about, you know, like how it would change, you know, the way we interacted. But right now, it's just a complete tornado of day trading. What happened with internet stocks? At first we're like the internet and like internet companies were evaluated very specifically and then everybody started day trading because the internet came out itself and internet stocks were there and that's because they were trading on it without fundamentals. Right now we have people buying $20,000 pictures that they own. I don't think it's right click and save and all that. They own it. The problem is I don't think the founders are gonna be able to keep up demand for 20 years. Thus they'll go down. And I think that's 98% of the projects. The biggest vulnerability is greed and lack of creativity. Everybody saw Bored Ape and Punks and just copied it. Now it's Laughing Llama and Silly Swans and Charming Chairs and Felicity. There'll be a ton of carnage. The will hit the fan and I'll get blamed and I'm gonna be like and I made a hundred trillion videos saying 98% are gonna fail because of internet stocks and I'll still get blamed. See Gary Vee, it was a scam, it was a fad, it's not. NFTs are here forever, for the rest of my life I will die and they'll still be a major factor in our society just like the internet because they're functional, they're contracts, there's so much you can do with it. But the supply of garbage is real and the cost of entry is low and I think that's a factor. RY underscore Z asks, I resell for a living, mostly on eBay, sports cards, Pokemon cards and different types of media. How can I leverage blockchain technology and add NFTs into my business? Soon, I believe that people are going to take physical goods, ship them to a secure place and get an NFT that represents it and sell the NFT that represents the ownership just like my stock. Scroll it up. There's a big piece of paper that represents my stock in a company. The Merkstyle Exchange. Like, like we're going to get into a place. This is why people are underestimating NFTs. NFTs are incredible technologies. So my friend, you're gonna be able to eventually ship your stuff to a place, the physical stuff, and then sell the NFT that represents it, and the next person is gonna own it, and they could claim it, they could say, send it in, cash it in. I'm taking my NFT, send me the thing. The comic book, the sports card. But like, this is gonna be on the blockchain. Like, this is gonna be on the blockchain. Like, 
This is gonna be on the blockchain. Like, it's gonna be in a secure place, just like the art is in Morocco, just like those armored cars, just like the stock certificates. Like, people are missing the point. Just learn about this blockchain. Learn about what NFTs as a whole mean. Whether Ethereum wins, whether Solana wins, the macro concept. It didn't matter that Ask Jeeves failed. Seth used Google today. Got it? That's it, Seth. You used the search engine. If I was doing this show in 95, I couldn't tell you which search engine was gonna win. I would've said Yahoo. The way you can do it is by learning how to trade NFTs now, which will prepare you when you actually are taking your physical goods and NFTing them. You like that? How cool is that? Right, that's my Twitter stock. It's my storage, is it? it's it. All of eBay as we know it is gonna be that. Cause there's no fraud. No And how hard it is to sell shit on the internet? Getting paid, they cancel it, shipping it. No. People don't see the chess moves. As much as sold on eBay, with no friction, just click, 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 it compounds the volume. Do you know how many people have tons of good in their house that they don't want to sell on eBay because it's hard? But if it's just an NFT, and in 20 years, companies are gonna come to your house and just take all your and send it to their place. You know how many people buy on eBay just to resell on eBay because somebody sold it too cheap? So I'm just gonna buy the NFT, sit on it, and relist it. Somebody bought a Gary B today on VFriends Relisted and sold in three hours. Made 10 ETH, made $35,000. It's gonna happen to everything in the world, physical and digital. The blockchain fixes a lot of the inefficiencies of the world. Just like the credit card came along and fixed cash, but all the 80 year olds watching right now be like, yeah, we didn't want the credit card. Now 35 year olds are like, no credit card, you idiot. The same way these 40 year olds that are watching right now saying no way NFTs, like that's how I view them. They're, if you're 40 and you're like no way NFTs, you don't realize the technology matters so much that you're just your grandfather 50 years ago saying I'll never use a credit card. And then does. I don't think people understand when something comes along that changes the world. The internet changed everything. The blockchain changes everything. Which blockchains? Ethereum, Solana, I don't know. Which projects? Board Ape, V Friends, Cool Cats, Alien Friends, World of Women, I don't know. I just know that the same way I was a great investor in Web 2.0, because I have great people skills and understand who's got it. That's why I think I'll be a good investor. And as far as me, well, I'm me. Brian Collins asks, how do you find smaller projects that actually have potential to be a long-term play and not a cash grab? I spend enormous amounts of time on Twitter and Discord, and I guess. You know, I'm in a place in my career where, as Gary Vee, I can DM the creator and be like, hey, can you get on Zoom for 15 minutes? And I can talk to them. and. I did two of those yesterday and one I'll never invest in and the other one I might. Intuition, doing the investing, you know? But for everybody who's watching, you gotta take some chances. Play with money you can't afford to lose. Play, taste. But what I told you is a big one. Too many people guess on Mint. Watching for a month and seeing that something tripled but it's still 900 bucks, not 300 bucks, but there's some good action there, those are good projects to get into. Nevzer8 asks, how should we take advantage of this moment when we're early in the NFT space? before 99% of the world joins. Being thoughtful, this is internet 95, six, seven, eight, nine. So don't get crazy, don't be a gambler, be a strategist, but lean into self-awareness. You might not be good at running a project, but you might be good at PR, so why don't you start doing PR for the best projects? Look at Guy Osiri, one of the greatest managers of all time, Madonna, U2, what did he do? He didn't launch a project, he manages Board 8. Brilliant, I'm an operator. 
I build big companies. You know big VaynerX is now? Wine Library, Empathy Crush, like this is what I do. V Friends, I build companies, so I'm gonna operate. But you might be a designer and you know that you can design rad but you need to find a partner who's a promoter to create demand. You know how many artists are hitting me up like, what do I do, Gary? I'm like, you create demand. They're like, I don't know how. I'm like, that's why there used to be and there still is and there should be you know, art galleries. They create the demand. That's why you give up 50% of your action to them. All these people are like, ah, oh, I'm gonna keep all the action. I'm like, you don't know how to create demand. And so what do you do? You're gonna pay some influencers to tweet? These influencers are losing their reputations behind the scenes. You're gonna pay me $40 trillion to promote a project. Crypto Wasteland asks, what are some utilities that you'd like to see projects provide their holders in the coming years? Everything. Free physical goods instead of just free NFTs, right? Kind of like what I'm doing with Gift Goat. Access to parties, percentages of their of royalties and other things. Like you can do anything. They're just they're just contracts. You know, I've thought about buying an island and calling it V Friends Island. Like the Richard Branson thing. And if you're a V Friends holder, you can come. And if not, you can't. It's cool. You can do anything. Look at what I'm doing with, you know, Flyfish Club. The token is the membership club. You used to pay $12,000 a month for one-time fee and then monthly fees for a country club. But now it's a token. So now you can go, enjoy it, maybe you move, and you sell it for a profit. It's an asset. People are underestimating the technology. You are underestimating technology. It's not right, click, and save. I can make pretend I own this building. I own this building. I take a picture. More people fake on pictures than they do on blockchain. You're underestimating technology because you're in a point in your life right now where you just don't want to do the 50 hours of homework and I respect that and you don't have to. I underestimate technologies all the time. But if you're watching this show, you probably are either curious or in it and continued homework education is what's gonna get you to where you need to go to. But me included and everybody else at the tippy tops of this game, we are all underestimating this. As right as I was about the internet, I underestimated it. I definitely didn't think in 1995 that I would press a button on a mobile device and have a car sitting there for me in two seconds. I just did it. I didn't see people renting out their houses instead of hotels. When big technologies come, crazy shit happens. Crazy shit's about to happen. For the cynics, your points are well taken. Too much greed. Too much short behavior. People are gonna get smashed. Like they did on Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies getting smashed doesn't mean that stuffed animals got smashed. It's one of the biggest economies in the like going. It's insane how much success stuffed animals have in our society. And so the next one comes along. NFTs are stuffed animals. The individual projects, time will tell on who's going to win. But I hope there's a lot of people out there like me that realize, back to the first question, if you fail, your reputation's ruined forever. And if that's not a motivator, I don't know what that is. Thanks for listening and watching to Ask Gary V, episode 333. 334 is gonna be soon because I'm back and doing this. I know I've been doing a ton of NFT stuff since it's new year. We'll do some other stuff. Look for my Twitter where I tweet out the questions. That is where we do it. You ask the questions on Twitter. We bring it in. Seth asks it. And we answer it. Ask Gary V Show 333 in the bag. 